Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to the fifth episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangihulia. And I'm Jody Clark. We are dying to fill you guys in on our V-Day shenanigans mm-hmm. that some of you may have seen on our IG stories. Go follow us at It's a Good Bee Podcast. But more importantly, Jodes, the question that's been on everyone's lips, how our speed dating went. So we will deep dive into that. They're absolutely oh, Everyone's up my bloody ass about that. Get out my <laughs> um, And yeah, as usual, we're back with our GB of the week. We'll answer listener, our listener question and end this week's confession that involves a Spanish stallion and multiple loads of washing. Oh. But first, Jodie Clark, what's up with you? Well, I, I loved this last weekend because Julia and I feel like <laughs> we had a bit of a weekend off. We're normally – Mum's gone wild. Yes, mum's gone wild. We normally would do, be doing our podcasts and whatnot that we recorded on a different night because we had a mutual friend's birthday and we had a laugh, didn't we, Julia? Yeah, we really um, – I don't think we talked about the podcast too much apart from no. us plugging it to everyone we met. That's true. We do tend to do that. But, no, we went out for a couple drinky poos um, and it was really fun, wasn't it? Yeah. And what did you end up doing for – Valentine's. V-Day. I actually completely forgot that it was Valentine's Day when I woke up until mm. you hit me up and then I realised I had to do a post on the owl at Good Bee Podcast <laughs> Instagram. Follow us. Wow, two already in the space of what, four <laughs> minutes? Shit, we're going to be losing followers. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, shit, it's V-Day. Um, ended up watching a movie with a good friend of mine and we were just in hysterics the whole night. We ordered burgers and milkshakes. Um, he's a good guy, mate of mine, and it was hysterical. We actually Perfect. had the most like the fun night. night. It was the best night. Um, I feel like this year has really changed. I don't know if it's because I'm not looking for it as much. I don't know if it's because mm. I am. I think it's the first year I've been single on Valentine's for all, all the past four years. So I don't know if I'm like you know like not actively looking at it on socials, but I feel yes. like this year. I probably only saw one or two people posting about their their booze and that's one hundred percent. It definitely feels more mellow. I think people are just more tuned in yeah. to the commercial side of it, and they're just happy to just chill. Yeah, do you know sure. what I mean? Uh, um, and speaking of, I had a speaking of not spending money on Valentine's Day. Yes. I spent a lot of money because I had the best day in the world. Yes, yours was lit. Get into oh, that. Oh, it was so fun. Um, so as we keep saying, most lots of you would have seen on our IG already, but I went to this event and uh, look, without saying it, but they said it, it's like definitely aimed for single females and either they're like first blind date or mm-hmm. they're gay besties, yes. like for sure. Um, and it's called Dicking Around. Dicking Around. So, <laughs> so um, you made dicks out of clay. Love that. So it's like like clay making but for genitals. Yeah, it was perfect. And it was at Frida's, which is this kind of like nightclub thing underground, which is their art space. Love Frida's. Oh, it was so, so fun. Um, Obviously got so half cut. So we're supposed to make dicks and obviously GBs, you know me. I'm all about the vagina and I'm all about, you know, females. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to make a vulva and a clit and some flaps. (laughs) And lo and behold, Jodes, I fucking won. I won the award. It was amazing. And I, it was very, like, back to your vagina, mm-hmm. you really you really put the pussy on a pedestal. Like, when I was looking at this thing, Literally. I was like, did you Google this prior? Because 
back to the flap, she had the labia majora <laughs> and the labia minora in the right positions. Shit was like life-size ratio. It was incredible. Oh, I won't lie, Jones. I said to um, my best friend who was there, I was there with, I said, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom and pull my pants down and take a quick photo and show you and you can tell me if this is right or not because – I mean, apart from looking down at just your clit, like the mm. top part, I sometimes forget what it looks like under the bottom there. So, look, it got a bit a, a hazy towards the bottom. It was um, amazing. I live still... with a bloody gynecologist, babe. I thought you, you could, I thought you consulted with her prior. It was, <laughs> it was so it was, good. She was bang on. <laughs> oh, no, so I got up there and I, I, I thanked um, – yeah, I just couldn't believe it, guys. I really thought that, you know, all these – all this, my education, you know, going to primary school, high school, mm. um, you know, all my parents' fees that they paid for those schools really paid off in that Absolutely. moment. So I got up there, I grabbed the mic um, and I just said, hey, this is an educational piece. Um, it's so when I bring guys home, I can point to the clit and say, that's that's where it is. And then we go up to the bedroom. I mean, doing God's work, Honestly. truly. An angel of our time. We are not worthy. We <laughs> are not. Jodes, I had... And you don't know this yet. I had a little oh. after party. Oh, did oh, oh. Uh, a little a, a little, little horizontal little. after party. Oh. So this my you new not this. so my new award winning vagina also might be my award winning good luck charm. Yes. So uh, we go back to my house. Uh, my friend goes home. Whatever. I'm in bed. It's probably one a.m. Mm. I'm just on the phone. You know, you don't have it's it. two a.m. And um. A uh, guy, let's call him Chad. Chad. Um, Chad. Oh the my Chad. God. I'm the so Chad. Chad is, how would I describe Chad? Probably it's an Chad. old flame but not like uh, not a regular ting flame. An like old just an flame. old. Old he, flame, been new there. game. Have been there. Hey, that's hey. exactly him. Old flame, new game. Anyway, so he replies to my story of, you know, me being hilarious with his vagina. He said, oh, of course you'd make a vagina. Of course. So he said, what are you doing? Um, and I just wrote back like I'm on I'm on the emails. I'm on the, I sound like an old person. I'm on the emails. I'm doing telly. little business. <laughs> little business. I'm on the emails. He said he wrote back and said we should write emails together. And I okay. was just like you know, girls, I'm in bed. I'm I'm Snapchatting my besties with my double chin. Like it is a no go zone. So I just wrote back, you know, in, in, like tongue in cheek, like sure, come over. This boy writes back, be there in twenty. Ah! And girls. That is all it takes. So it is possible. Mm. And before I know it, so I, I just think, oh, the, he's having me on. How many times, Jodes, have we talked, have we spoken Ugh. about guys who promise us the world, oh, come, come the D Day, or should I say V Day, nothing happens. They won't put it the fuck down. Literally. So, and before I know it, he just goes, hey, here, in exactly 20 minutes, if not 19. Um, we stand an efficient time oh, time management he, king. He might be my new king. Like I, I could not believe that this guy said what he was actually like. He did what he was actually gonna do. Like he said it. Like I can't believe it. I love so, it. I love it. Jodes, I do. Yeah. And then you know, uh, we had our own little, um, our own little party afterwards. Mm. But um, I want to hear about you because I do feel a bit bad bringing mm. it up because we were speaking yesterday and you said you have been. Fucking IRL ghosted again, basically. Thank you for that very professional segue into my heartbreak. <laughs> but back to you being <laughs> an unlovable loser. Thank you, Julia. <laughs> Cheers. Um, no, so Sunday, right? Mm. Having a great weekend. I actually had a date lined up for the Sunday mm, after, mm-hmm. right? This, this guy I'd been running some bants with. 
um, who asked me out. And you were really talking to this guy. Let's not play like, it down. Like it wasn't as if like hi, bye. Like, like yeah. come on. Anyway, so we were supposed to grab a drink on the Sunday that he asked me for. Um, you know, we confirmed whether or not it was a coffee or a beverage. I suggested a Sunday spritz, yada, yada. Oh, love that. So you're so fancy like that, honestly. See, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I run good chat. Mm-hmm, All mm-hmm. my girls know I run good chat. Anyway, so come the day, I just don't hear from him. The day that you were supposed to have the a day, day that you had both talked about, both sober. It's not yep. as if you'd teed this up at 3am. Yep. Mm-hmm. And come the day and I just hear nothing. So, I mean, I'm at a point now where the stuff that I used to get upset over, now I'm just like, oh, sweet, I've got a free Arvo. <laughs> what a mm, loser. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I just keep it pushing because so that for me is just whack. Mm-hmm. Like why would I want to see someone that doesn't even have the balls to be like, hey, I've decided you're ugly. Hey, mm. I need to shave my back. Mm. Hey, I'm too hung. Like this could be a number of reasons that, and it's not about me, mm-hmm. first of all. Shout out to any girls who have been ghosted or whatever. Mm. Re- reminder, friendly reminder, it's never about you. Yeah. It's always about them. So I, not for one second did I take this personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, I, can't, what I can't wrap my head around is mm. when, especially because these guys, obviously they know enough about us to realise that if they were to be honest with us and just say, oh, shit, I'm with the boys, I've had yeah. too many, I'm probably not going to be able to make it. Tomorrow, otherwise yeah. I'll be swaying. Do you? Yeah. Can we change it to Tuesday night or something? We'd be like, oh, I'd be oh, so gee. down. I'd be like, well, fine. That's so. Thank God you told me now because I can still run down to Audi and get me yes. a three dollar wine. Like, no dramas. Yeah. Like I'm so chill. Wouldn't have cared. But it's this no communication at all. It's just fucking lame. Mm-hmm. It's weak. Again, it's like, oh, cool. Yet again, I'm wearing the dick because you seem to have misplaced yours. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. punish. Yeah. So look. We now we we have now realised that there are some kings out there who there actually some follow through kings. and do yes. what they're you know. Let's on, do. I'd like to just take a moment of silence to honour those kings out there. Thank you. Thank That's you. all we needed. <laughs> now on that note, um, I think it's time to go to break, mm-hmm. Julia. What do you think? Yep. So before we do, let's ask our good bitches to please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's Apple, Spotify, we're everywhere. So look up how to be a good bitch or talk to us on the gram at Good Be Podcast. We love hearing from you. And we'll be right back after this. See ya. All right, bitches, you are back with How to Be a Good Bitch with Jules and Joes. And this week's Good Bitch of the Week is the lovely Celeste Barber. Yay! So she is a beautiful Australian writer, actor, comedian. She's been working in the entertainment industry for over a decade. Mm Mm-hmm. Total pro. But I feel like real blown the fuck up these last three years. She has. She's been grinding and, you know, like anyone, she's now – Really doing big things and yep. putting Aussie on the map, which we love. We love to see it, don't we? Now, um, sh- she recently has been in the news because she started an online appeal, which attracted over one million donations across the, the world, mm. which was absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She was like the second highest donator. Oh, so so you're, what you're saying is literally a million donations of different Amounts. Yes, over 1 million donations across the world. Wow. I'll get into the total at the end. Okay. But amazing effort. There's, I mean, there's people of much higher, I guess you'd say, status than mm-hmm. her that didn't do shit. So for her as a comedian to come out and use her platform for 
all of us Aussies was mm-hmm. just incredible. Um, but recently she actually came under fire, to my surprise, excuse the pun, no. for her behaviour doing um, well, her hosting gig during Sunday's Firefight Australia bushfire relief. So on Sunday? Yeah, so big, fresh hu- off the press. This is from yesterday. Yeah, huge concert. She was the MC. She took a few cheeky swipes at, at ScoMo mm-hmm. and was described as doing too much by some viewers. There's been quite a bit of press about it. She took a couple shots at the government handling. These are some quotes from her hosting gig. As Aussies, we band together because we have to look after each other because it turns out the people at the top don't. God knows people in power haven't really done much. It is the people making the change and specifically it's our volunteers. Thank you. I'm sorry you had to do it all on your own. We love you. So apparently the entire stadium erupted into a standing ovation and huge cheers for all the volunteers who were actually Great. given free tickets to the event. Oh, so I love that. amazing. Yeah, I actually amazing. loved her comments. Yeah. I thought there was no malice in it. She was just really giving Such all Such an her... Australian comment, isn't it? Absolutely. It's one of those like, oh, fucking, we'll just do it. Fucking fair then, come <laughs> yeah, Good yeah. on ya. Like she was just supporting the people, mm-hmm. being one of the people, you know? Um, she wore a T-shirt as well with like just a cheeky picture of, of Scott Morrison in a Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt mm-hmm. saying Merry Crisis, sort of <laughs> in reference to, you know, all the backlash yeah. she got from being in Hawaii. Yeah. So, look, she's taking – she's done a couple of little cheeky swipes. Um, she's been very vocal, you know, in her support for the volunteers. And my thought was, look, first of all, a woman doesn't need your opinion to crack a joke, hold a mic, or have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what do you think about that, Jules? Oh, 100%. Especially, obviously, um, it might be a shock to you guys. I'm actually not at Celeste Barber's level. But as someone who, you know, is quite tall, loud, Mm. and who loves to make other people laugh, the amount of times that, you know, you're just told, like, Oh, she's just a bit too much. Yeah, like she's just. Which I've heard the same oh, thing. She's too much. Like, oh, she's just a bit annoying. And you know, no one can actually tell you why you're annoying. They're just like because you're just too annoying. And what that says to me is, I am taking too much space up as a female. Oh shit! Well, that and yes. so all these comments uh, are saying the exact same thing because. I was thinking about this, you know, if it was fucking Peter Hellier, Rove McManus, um, oh, are, those, are those our only Or even like comedians? a Tommy Little or anyone, yeah, any cheeky man like that. They were doing the same thing. Oh, what a sweetheart. Australia's yeah. sweetheart. I can see it all on the fucking Daily Mail already. Yeah. Um, but, no, I think it's 100% gendered. Absolutely. And that's no disrespect to them, but why is it that a woman comes out and actually, you know, states her opinion, is strong, backs herself and fucking people get threatened. Like we're not into it. We think she's a good bitch. And what we're not going to do is criticise a lady who helped raise $52 million for this country. Specifically. Like that's disgusting. Like that's what, disgusting. Like what the fuck? Specifically mm-hmm. the rural fire service, I mm-hmm. should mention. But we're not going to fight. We're not going to come for someone who's out here doing God's work. Yeah. So that is why she's a national star. We've got to protect her at all costs. Yeah. And that's why, Celeste, you're our good bitch of the week. We love you. We love you. We support you. We back you 100%. Okay, Jodes. Yes. I am itching. I'm, I'm actually moving around on the floor because I am so excited oh. to speak on our main topic. Guys. Oh, my God. The amount of people that are just... Literally, so many text messages. Speed dating. I need to know. And all my friends, they will hear this and they'll be and they'll they will back me. I'm just like, you know what? You got to listen to the podcast. Same. I've like lost friendships. Um, and you guys will be excited to know 
that Jodes and I made a strict rule and mm. our friend who came with us that night, mm. let's just say his name, shout out Will. I love you, Will. We yeah. love you, Will. Yeah. Um, he can back us. We were like, nope, we're not talking about it. And no. we were trying to like talk to each other telepathically through our eyes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, so I think the easiest way to do this yes. is let's go through a step-by-step of what happened. So yes. Jodes and Will, uh, we were very lucky this place was literally across the road from my house. Um, so Jodes and Will came over. We had a little drink before the drink Drinky situation. Yeah. We went over and you go over and they give you a place, sorry, a card that has uh, about 40 different slots on it and mm-hmm. a pencil. And when you get started, they're like, um, okay, girls, go and find a table. Mm-hmm. So we all, we got split up immediately. So we had to go get our own little table, like a table for two kind of thing. It was in a restaurant just to set the scene. Um, and the guys were the ones that were going to be doing the moving throughout the speed dating. Yes. So all in all, there were 40 dates that lasted for th- Four, Four minutes. minutes each. Yeah. Um, so, Jodes, do you, have I missed anything? Would no, like that's fine. Anything? So, just to recap, you as the woman, you're sitting at the table. The guys have to rotate around the room throughout the tables. Yep. You get four minutes with each, with each guy and then they ring a bell mm-hmm. and then the guy has to get up and move on to the next table and you sit there and you get your next yep. boyfriend. So, you write down their names. Yeah. As soon as they sit down, you're like, hi, or, or Shane. So, you write down <laughs> Shane and then... We'll post a picture as well on our um, Instagram. It could be podcast. We'll post a picture. So you write down their name and then to the right you circle. It says yes, question mark, and you circle yes if you want to see them again. If it's nothing, you just leave it. Yeah. So you're only, yeah. Okay. So, Jodes, we need to talk about uh, – let's talk about the first half and the second half. Okay. So okay. Okay. there was uh, two halves. One, they went for like an hour long each. Yes. I think the one thing we definitely have to discuss and get off our chest – together because it's going to make this whole segment um, a lot more understandable yes is that when Jodes and I came together in the half to half time mark we were like whoa we are exhausted we were fucking tired from carrying every single conversation yep Our, our dicks were on the table the entire time absolutely it was like oh hi James yep oh so what is your what does your parents do actually I never asked that would never but you know I was asking every single question to the point where every time that bell rang, they would get up and be like, oh, oh, whoops, I, I didn't ask about you. I was like, well, fucking theme of my fucking life. I don't know if there's guys out there that can actually ask questions. I'm actually really losing hope in the world. I, yeah, I, again, I was blown away. Like, fuck, my, my balls were going blue because my dick was so fucking stagnant yeah, yeah. from being in the, on the table all night, babe. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. was just like, why is someone going to run this thing yeah. or am I just being fucking amazing every four minutes yeah. lot? Well, I felt um, they also did provide you with, like, little cards on the table that if you were really struggling, you could use them um, f- and they had questions on it. You know, did like, you use a card at all, Jules? No, I had to because I thought, you know what, I'm going to test this motherfucker. Okay. So you know what I did what? for one of the dates? I just, you know, I just stopped talking. And as soon as I stopped talking, we literally stared at each other because he couldn't ask me one question. I felt the same way so too. I grabbed the card and I said, um, oh, what, what, what superpower would you have? And this guy got, um, um, oh. so I said, look, I tell you what mine is just to, you know, which is the <laughs> class of woman thing. We always like save the whole day. Yes. Always. So I said, I would love to be teleportation with the click of my fingers. Bang, I'm in Mykonos. Bang, I'm in Ibiza. <laughs> um, and this guy goes, um, 
Yeah, yeah, me too. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, I you can't, can't even say anything I just, original. I just can't. Oh, we're all tired. We've all had work today. It's a Tuesday, motherfucker. Step up your game. Just get it together. Um, but we would love to talk. Okay, we haven't discussed any of these key players because there were some um, characters in the room. Oh, some characters. Well, oh, characters. That's cute. I like how you chose <laughs> that word. That's sweet of you. <sighs> okay, I have to talk about that fucking there was this like surfy guy who didn't take off his um, speed dealer sunglasses on the top of his head. Oh I was like, boy, take off those sun- fucking sunglasses. You look like an assistant softball coach. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you are the worst. And he just like, he didn't pick up his feet. He was just walking around the room like, oh, fuck, it's Byron oh. Bay. And then when I said, um, so what do you do? What do you do for work? By the way, when we're having this conversation, our date, should I say. Yes. His Arm slung off like he's not – his body is completely turned the other way. You know those guys that can't even look at you on the chair and face you? I know. His body's facing the other way. So I said, oh, so what do you do with yourself? Um, Yeah. He goes, "Uh, I'm like an interior designer. I said, oh, great. I I said, I would love to know about this. He goes, yeah, like whatever. I've been doing it since I was four years old. (laughs) I was like, oh, I I can't. Oh, so you're a child fucking prodigy. Why are you here, mate? Why are you here? But, Joe, give me your your key players. It's funny how we can – I totally remember that guy. (laughs) Total fucking space invader. Um, Okay, so a couple of my key players um, was (laughs) – I mean, I can't even believe this. And because we were we were researching for the potty, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of some of the fuck shit that happened that I would normally stomp out, they would say, and I'd be like, "Really? Tell me more," because I just wanted to get <laughs> yeah, the gossip. Yeah, yeah. So there was one guy who spent the entire date, and this is not an embellishment, talking about how he was a dom looking for a submissive. Did I you feel like fu- I would know which Did you Is it weird that guy? I feel like I would know which No, but I know exactly what guy you would be talking about. I just feel like I know. He was a total creep. This is a direct quote because it's in my notes. Yeah, she's reading off her phone. Give it I'm to reading me. off my phone. This is verbatim. Mm-hmm. I'm a kind guy, but in the bedroom, I will fuck you up. He's saying this to your face. He's saying this to my face. Did he did he not flinch at all cuz that's he- a that's a serial killer. He he definitely was very confident and I was like, wow, tell me more about that. Even, I actually inside, like low-key want to know more. I'd be like. inside I was like dying. Yeah. I was like, wow, you are a fucking psychopath. <laughs> she was staring at me like blown. My, my mouth is open. I'm just I'm like, well, how's the when the next key player? How the fuck are they gonna okay, beat that the guy? Ne- okay, the next key player, this guy, he blew me away for a different reason. Um he's like I said I was from New Zealand and he was like, Oh, the accent, haha. Mm. And then he asked me, and straight up he wasn't joking, he was like, So are you a Maori? Yeah, I, I got this guy. Did as you well. fucking did you get that guy? Of course. I was like, Are you dumb? Like that, he he literally. It's like he assumed that everyone from New Zealand was Maori. Yeah, well, he, and it's mouldy, by uh, the way. He asked me if I was a Maori, and um, he also asked me why is there so much? What's the homeless? Like, what, why is there so much homeless people in New Zealand? I was oh like, my god! Yes, he we, said that shit to me too. We've got four minutes. We. Uh, how wow. do, and obviously, people who know me well, I'm like, let's get into it. <laughs> um, we like, can't save the world in four, four minutes. minutes. And this is the question you want to go for. Really? Really, Zach? Really? Bizarre. Bizarre. And then there was the guy 
because um, I said, remember how we said that we were going to say, oh, what's your first impression of me? Yes. So I asked this guy that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what was your first impression of me? And he was like, he said that I seemed loud and fun and then proceeded to call me a woo girl. Oh, yeah, because you must you must be a bit hoey, you know. Yeah, God forbid like, you're oh, loud and fun. Oh, you're a woo girl. Yeah. Oh, actually, when um, – so, Jodes, when we had our break, there was this, like, one okay-ish looking guy there that is uh, definitely a 3 a.m. basket. 3 a.m. for sure. <laughs> 3 a.m. I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll kiss him, but that's it. <laughs> anyway, so he was the only one that was, like, attractive. Oh, I don't even want to call him attractive, but anyway. So, so the only one that could hold a conversation with us. Yes. So, Jodes had him. So, sorry, guys, I was number 38 and Jodes was number 40. So, they had to date me first and then go to Jodes. Yeah. So, Jodes um, talks to this guy and she goes, oh, you would have, you know, you would have um, talked to my. I was like, this is my friend. You would have talked to my friend. She's she's number 38. Um, And, you know, and Jodes is telling me this in the bathroom and I'm like, oh, my God, what did he say? Did he say, like, you know, like, sexy, cool, (laughs) mysterious? Because, you know, I'm really trying to act. I feel like I was trying. I'm so sick of being the funny down-to-earth girl that forced a few of those dates. I was like, I might be the, the sexy, mysterious friend just this once. Yeah. Obviously that lasted seven seconds before I was like, ah! <laughs> um, so I was asking Jodes, oh, what did he say? You know, like literally drooling out the mouth like, oh, what's this going to be? Maybe this is husband. And he goes, um, she's very practical. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the, how did that someone get that out of me? Fucking yeah, bizarre. But I know exactly. I would have been like, Okay, Marcus, this is how we get your divorced parents back together <laughs> in those four minutes. Um, anyway, Jodes, matches. Did we get any matches? Well, yes, I've got here. Jules and I both liked the same guy, Hose and trying to steal my man. Can we lol. just say that when we, we felt like peer pressured to write any name because we had paid the money? Exactly. So we both circled the one guy that the could actually coherently keep a conversation us with us. What our name was. We were like, yep. Pants are down. <laughs> that's it. That's as easy as it is. He was really, yeah, just like, yeah, a pe- the best pick of a bad bunch. Yeah, for sure. Right? So Jode's got paired up and, um, you know, they're going to live a long and happy life together. Yeah, he's my future <laughs> husband. <laughs> and I got no matches. So I don't know what he didn't see in me. You know, maybe I shouldn't made, have made so many jokes about my vagina, but, hey, you win some, you lose some. Um, but our dear good friend who came was dragged with us, Will, Oh, so he I want to hear actually, about Will. Yeah, so he got three matches, Jodes. He was dipping it and doing it yeah, that Yeah, he night. went hard. Um, he got three matches, but an interesting comment, mm. he said he messaged all the girls, you know, as soon as he got the numbers, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, what's up, baby? And not one of them has written back. So he said he wants to ask the question for, like, wow. you know, not for us, but he said so. It goes to show maybe meeting real, in real life isn't as better on than the apps. You know, because it seems to be it seems to be the same thing. If you're just getting rejected, like it seems to all be the same shit. Like, it's and like, they still go, they can still find a way to ghost you, even if they've met you IRL. So that's bizarre. Yeah. Though. So he said, not none of them have written back. Nothing. Out hasn't of heard the three. anything. So why did that's what I thought? Why were they the, just oh, doing what we did yeah. and just having some lols with it and not actually? I don't know. I felt like we were the only ones that were there for lols. I feel everyone was very serious. I feel like the chicks were serious though. Apart from all the actors. Shout out to all the actors that came through that night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that that was odd. What, what's our tip of the week? Would we recommend it? I would, I would recommend it. It was, it it was was really fun. I don't, I don't know if we're, we're articulating how fun it was. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, 
again, sure, we felt like we had big, big dick energy all night. Huge. But that's just who, like, that's just who we are. Like, mm. if you're a different kind of person, maybe yeah. if you're, if you're, if but hey, if you, you're the meek cool, mysterious girl I was trying to be, it actually would probably work for you. Well, yeah, if, and I was the woo girl apparently. Yeah. But it probably worked for you. But, no, guys, it was so fun. I was. It was just like a, such a fun event to do with, you know, two of my best friends. Yeah. It was just it such was so a, fun. It's a different thing. It's kind of like, well, I love like playing games and races and everything. Yes. So it was very, you know, you, like the adult in the room told you what to do and mm. it, it was really fun. Um, but I would recommend to carb load before you go. Because by fucking 10 p.m. we were half lit. We were fucking famished. We we were lit and just starving. So (laughs) eat before you go is our main GB tip of the week. Eat before you go. And, it's uh, yeah, it was super fun. Get into it. If you want some info around how to participate, hit me and Jules up at Goodby Podcast. But um, we do need to go to break, don't we? Desperately. So before we do, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. I don't know what I'm doing with my voice, but I thought I'd mix it up. I so like it. connect to our Instagram on the gram at the Good Beer Podcast, and we'd love to hear from you. All right, that's the last time. Yeah, that's that. where that's not. Okay, see you soon. We are back with our listener question of the week. And you know what? I think I'm just going to get into it. Yes. Listener says, hey, GBs, I find myself getting crazy jealous when my partner talks to other women, even though I know it's nothing. How do I stop? Mm. I like this question. Very direct. I like it. And, rela- and, 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 and relatable. Oh, so relatable. So the first thing that came to my mind, um, I was with someone for – um, almost three years and he was on the road a lot touring and, and whatnot. Um, so this used to happen all the time. And when I looked at women, gorgeous, stunning females as well, I always thought, yeah, you know, she's got amazing legs, but oh, this is going to sound really lame, but no. it's actually the way I think in my head. Keep it real. Yeah. It's the way I think. I think, oh my goodness, that girl is so stunning. Look at her beautiful legs, mm. but she's probably not as generous as I am. Or like I'd say something about my personality or she's probably not as kind as I am. Mm. Like I'd always, I don't ever think about my looks as in yeah. I always think, but I mean, she's definitely not as funny as I am. We know that. <laughs> but, you know, I think, I think, oh, she is stunning in her own way. Like this girl is gorgeous, but, you know, but I am a really good partner or something. That's, and that's just how I would used to think. But, but looks won't keep a man, Jules. Sure. Just like Punani. Won't keep, <laughs> that fire Punani won't keep a man. What about you, Jodes? How do you handle it? In terms of if my partner's talking to other women? Yeah, or do you get, like, what, what's your situation? Have you gotten wild jealous I'm trying before? to think of times when I've got wild jealous. And what was the reasoning and how did you come out of that? I feel like I've probably got most jealous when it's been more of, like, it's a – situationship okay. rather than a relationship. So true. Right? Because it's un- uncharted waters. Yes. Yep. Because I, I'm not secure in the situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, the Aries in me comes out and I'm like, oh, mm. why are you breathing my man's asses? <laughs> but um, not really when I'm in a relationship because this sounds bad, but if I've been committed to someone, like generally it's a thing and they're obsessed with me. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel There's I wouldn't no get names. triggered yeah. because I'm secure in what we have. Mm-hmm. But if it's just someone I'm seeing, then mm-hmm. that's a different thing. Then I will be like, oh, 
Oh, yeah. hold it up. Could, because it could be a maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably what would make me feel jealous. Or, yeah. again, if the guy is triggering that and playing games and mm-hmm. giving me a reason yeah. to, to feel insecure or be jealous, like doing some fuckboy shit, then, yeah, that can be triggering at times. But that's not someone you want to invest in anyway. Yeah. Whereas this person's actually getting jealous of their partner. So that makes me think, oh, okay, maybe you need to figure out what's behind that. Same. I was just going to say, right? you know, I mean, we love getting deep in multiple ways in this podcast. And I think you need to figure out why, what, where's the insecurity coming from? You know, mm. I think if you really hate a certain aspect of it, it is a reflection of yourself, especially if it's such a specific thing that you hate about her. Yeah, you know, projection. Maybe she, like, she laughs too much and, once again, she takes up too much space. That's your own um, self-confidence yeah. coming out. Your like, unworthiness you know, rising to the surface. Yeah. So lots, um, lots of work to do here. But, hey, you're a good bitch. We, we, we would love you regardless, but I do think there's a bigger question here. Oh, I think I've, I've said that for the last body. Four, four of these. <laughs> um, How does she stop though? That's it's a hard one. But that's what I feel I, like the the problem starts the the work starts within your relationship because there's yep. always going to be other women, other men dipping it and doing it around mm-hmm. you and in your circle, like in part mm-hmm. parties or whatever. If you're mm-hmm. social, like you can't lock them up in your bedroom twenty four seven. So, mm-hmm. but I think well, that's what. My original, go back to my original comment, that's what mm. I would do. I would really focus on the one thing that, or the multiple things that you love about yourself, that you are so sure about yourself yes. and really hone into that, especially when you're having those moments of weakness, like, oh, here's Susie, Becky with the fucking good hair. Fucking I'd be with like, shiny well, you know what, Scrape, you know what I love about me? Uh, my quads. So <laughs> she, yes. she doesn't have these quads or whatnot. So I would hone into the things that you do have. Um, obviously that's a quick Band-Aid um, solution. Mm-hmm. But I think doing that and then going on to the bigger things about finding out exactly why she irks you, or sorry, or they irk you so much. Exactly. And being open about it, speak to your partner about it. Say, hey, I'm getting triggered when you talk to Becky with the flowing Kira Stars hair. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for writing in. I, well, I, I hope, hope we, that was somewhat yeah, helpful. Hope we, um, but um, we will check out your IG, and I'm sure you're stunning. And you've got nothing to worry I'm about. I'm sure you're and a I good think you're batch. kind and you're probably brave and smart, which is more important than being stunning. And the work starts with you, honey. <laughs> okay. All right. We are going to go to our confession of a GB. And this oh. one features a Spanish stallion, oh. which I've been waiting for. Arriba. Wait, no, no, that's Mexican. Hold up. Hold up. It? What's Spanish? Air puppy. I, I, I just go straight to Spanish drug, drug dealer. I'm like, air puppy. Well, How insert much you Jennifer Lopez, I love your puppy in here. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let me set the scene. One night in Mykonos. Ah, already this story. Like, don't you think every good story sounds like that? Yes. Let me, let me go on. One night in Mykonos and after a long sunset dinner, all my friends were tired and wanted to go back to the hostel. But I was so fucking keen to go out, so off I trot to the clubs by myself. Naturally, I got blind drunk and took a special little treat that made me feel real confident. Oh. It was at the club I met a stunning Spanish stallion who was much older than me, but drop dead gorgeous no less. Anywho, before I knew it, I was back at his beautiful luxury hotel, passed out on his bed he was sharing with his other Spanish roomie and pissed all over the sheets. 
He stripped the sheets and then what? the next morning we fucked. I was hoping that I would be clean because I bottomed and I hadn't eaten for a while. Turns out I wasn't. So another strip of the sheets and trip to the laundromat. Anyway, must have made an impression because months later I flew to New York for Fashion Week and stayed in his Manhattan apartment and it was amazing. Moral of the stories, GB, is if you've got a personality, you can piss and shit all over the sheets. Completely agree. <laughs> it's actually true, though. She's spitting some real facts in that guy. nasty it's story. It's a guy. Oh, I thought it was a chick. No, it's a guy because he bottomed. Oh, wow. Yes. Spicy. Yes, yes, yes. So, quick little confession. We love it. <laughs> We love to hear we it. We love to see it. We also need more questions. We need more confessions. We do. Send I know how through. we've got some dirty dogs that listen. I see you. We do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why are you fucking hiding yep. in the closet? We see your ass. <laughs> and Jodes and I would like um, some more. We were just talking about this on break. We would love for you guys to give your recommendations of what you would like us to do next. So we've done speed dating. Yes. Maybe setting up a blind date for each other would be next or we're so keen for whatever you guys want to send us to. We're pretty, sh- we're pretty fearless. For. <laughs> we're we'll pretty do, fearless. We will do like, anything. We don't give a shit. I would yeah. say yes to absolutely anything. I've got the biggest rubber arm. Uh, so send our recommendations, your recommendations our way. We are at Good Bee Podcast on the gram. Please yes. subscribe and leave us a little, a little written Rating or wherever you get your podcast from, mm-hmm. five stars only, please. Back, we're back on Apple. Let's mention yep, that. Yep, and we are dropping every Tuesday, so we'll be in your ears by six a.m. every Tuesday morning. What a treat on the on the way to work. <laughs> Write to us uh, at Instagram if you miss us before then. But have a great week. Love you. Bye. <laughs>